Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. Patrons on all tiers are granted access to my podcast two weeks before they go live on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and more. Check it out in the links in the descriptions. Thank you for the moment of your time. And now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels, Part 3, Founder's Day Gala, Chapter 11, Audience Participation. Would you like a drink, Spearhawk, sir? Ron shook his head as he held up his glass of water. No, thank you. The waitress, with a tray of champagne flutes, smiled but looked disappointed. After their introductions, the party fell into full swing. Ryan and his teammates had gotten separated in the mix. At the moment, Ryan found himself surrounded by a group of beautiful women in evening gowns and little black dresses. They were comprised of models, actresses, and social media influencers. Ryan good-naturedly posed with them for selfies. More than a few tried to press slips of paper with notes and their contact info. He avoided reading them because he had a tendency to flush and giggle at some of the contents. So, Spearhawk, one blind model started to inquire. Ryan offered an inspected smile. He already knew what was coming. Are you dating anyone? He shook his head. I can't tell you that one way or another. He shrugged. I have to preserve my secret identity and all that. She nodded as if she had expected this response. If you say so. But please tell me you're not dating Sleek. She's, like, horrible. Ryan stiffened. The group around him went silent. The blonde model obliviously continued. I mean, she's part robot. Could you imagine kissing her? I bet her lips taste like metal. One of the actresses gasped. Girl! The model looked around confused. What? I'm just saying. She released an annoying titter. <laughs> I mean, could you even imagine? Ryan schooled his expression and said stiffly, Don't talk that way about my friend. I didn't mean to offend you or anything. I'm just saying. You are being incredibly rude. A familiar voice said behind him. Ryan turned to see Hero Report's news anchor, Monica Beach, striding up behind him in a beautiful black evening gown. She offered him a warm smile and hooked her arm into his before she smiled acidly at the model. I believe I will rescue this poor hero from your insidious company. Without another word, she disentangled Ryan from the small circle and casually walked him away. The actress tried to press a note on him as they left, but Monica snatched it up. I apologize, but Spearhawk's dance card is full. Plus, I don't believe he enjoys the company of anyone who insults his friends. Monica let the slip of paper fall to the floor as she guided him away. Behind them, she heard the actress hiss at the blonde model. Nice going, Chelsea. Chelsea, the opinionated model. What did I do? The follow-up and undoubtedly scathing retort was lost as the crowd's murmurs pressed in behind him. Monica chuckled musically in his ear. <laughs> I'm sorry if I intruded into your conversation, 
but it looked like that fight was far out of your element. Ryan smiled sheepishly. Was it that obvious? No, she smiled. I'm just a student of the human experience. Plus, I'm something of an expert in the mean girl arena. He chuckled. <laughs> well, I thank you, Ms. Beach. You are certainly my hero. She inclined her head. Call me Monica. And I'm always happy to help someone, rather dude or damsel in distress. She paused to sip her champagne and glanced off to the side. Your friend certainly seems to be having fun. She nodded at Harry, who wasn't hard to spot. The speedster remained the center of attention of the largest ring of people. Harry smiled and joked with everyone as an impromptu dance party broke out between his group. Harry zipped between five different dance partners. Ryan smiled at his old friend's hijinks. Yeah, Sprinter is certainly the life of the party. That he is, Monica agreed. Why don't we join him? I might go in a bit, but I'm not ready to join that party just yet. Once you join in the whirlwind that is Sprinter's fun, it's pretty hard to escape. Monica smiled knowingly. I've certainly been to some after parties like that. He smiled. I think I like to mingle a bit more before I join Sprinter's chaos. But I welcome your company. Ryan glanced past her and easily spotted Block. The ten-foot hero held a comically small beer while he held court over the city's elite. In Block's presence, all their political, economic, and social power seemed laughably insignificant. Monica sighed as she noted his searching expression. If you're searching for Sleek, I last saw her over there. Ryan's eyes brightened. You have? Thank you, Miss Beach. I'm, I mean, Monica. Oh, Spearhawk. You are very welcome. She touched him lightly on the shoulder and gazed up into his eyes. You are a good man, and your loyalty is a valuable trait to have in this cynical world. Just, just make sure that whoever you give that faithfulness to is worth it. She smiled at him. I hope you have a beautiful evening, Spearhawk. Now if you excuse me, I believe I need to properly thank Sprinter for rescuing me from being doused earlier. Monica unhooked her arm from his and approached the partygoers around Sprinter. Ryan watched as she effortlessly joined in the dancing. Within moments, Sprinter danced with her too. Ryan chuckled. He liked seeing Harry act like his old self again. Watching him pick a fight with Sleek was unsettling. Granted, the pair were never chummy, which Ryan could never understand. Why couldn't Harry and Sleek see in each other what he saw in them? Harry might have been impulsive, but he was also kind, funny, and outgoing. He had dragged Ryan along more than a few occasions to the Majestic Children's Hospital, where he visited the sick children there weekly and read them books. The world might have been focused on Sleek's unsavory temper, but she had always been extremely kind to him and his little sister. Ryan simply couldn't imagine his life without Sleek in it. He sometimes wondered if Sleek wanted their relationship to be more, but every time he broached the subject, she would... He shook his head. He finally spotted her. Sleek was standing idly by herself, holding an untouched wine glass. She was utterly alone. The crowd of the venue gave her a wide berth, many of which glared at her before muttering something to their nearby guests, who would also inevitably scowl or laugh derisively. For her part, 
Sleek appeared not to notice them as she stared off into the distance, lost in thought. Her foot tapped absentmindedly in time with Harry's dance music. Ryan made his way over to her. When he was within 30 feet of her, Sleek noticed his approach and smiled. He smiled back and threw an affectionate arm around her. Sleek collapsed into him and threw her head onto his shoulder and hugged him back. Then she remembered where they were and immediately straightened up looking around warily. Ryan followed her gaze. Several onlookers watched them from afar. More than a few of them had their cell phone cameras pointed at them. He pointedly ignored them as he focused on Sleek. Are you, um, enjoying yourself? She rolled her eye and clinked her wine glass to his chest emblem. Yes, this has been loads of fun. I'm sorry, he said. I know you've been looking forward to this night for a while now. I'm sorry that it turned out like this. She sighed. Me too. Spearhawk? He smiled at her gently. Yes, Sleek? When she looked up at him, her cybernetic eye, as always, was inscrutable. But her still human eye was wide and glistening. Do you... Do you... Think that I'm a bad person? Ryan gaped at her. What? No! You're one of the best people I know. She tilted her head, scanning his face. Do you really mean that? Of course. His smile widened. You're amazing in the academy, keeping my head afloat. She waved her hand down to her metallic body. Before I became this? He nodded. Yes. And look how you bounced back from that accident. You were so brave and determined. I wish the public could know how much you endured to become the hero you are today. Regardless, I know what an inspiration you are. Sleek's face fell and she looked away. Yes, I'm okay with keeping that side to myself. Ryan looked at her. Then after I joined the Corps, and after... He grimaced as a flash of psychic pain stabbed through his head. He would have mentioned the accident that took his parents and left him the sole guardian of his little sister April. Sleek looked back into his face and nodded. She knew what he was going to say without the actual need for words. You were there for me at my lowest. How could I think of you anything but amazing? She shook her head. But everyone keeps calling me a metal monster. Even now, I can hear them whispering it. She looked away from the crowd, her lip trembling. Sleek took a shuddering breath. Harry said those things... Block is pissed at me. She touched her shoulder. Ryan's eyes widened when he noticed the small indentations left behind on her arm by their leader's super strong grip. He had seen her take a point blank blast from a tank shell without a scratch. Just how strong was Block? She continued tapping the side of her face by her artificial eye. I'm looking at my social media now. My numbers are still falling. If this trends. I could end up in obscurity. She wiped out her human eye furiously and shook her head. It doesn't matter what I've given up or the personal cost that I've paid. All my sacrifices would be in vain. Ryan's hand cupped her cheek. She closed her eye and leaned into his palm. You're down, Sleek. Not out. Pretty soon, the world is going to see what I see. And what is that? He smiled at her. 
an amazing, determined, fearless hero. One who makes me proud to be a member of this team. She smiled at him slowly. You've always been good to me. Ryan shrugged and spun back. Of course, you're my best friend. Her expression chilled and she looked away. Sleek? She looked at him slowly. He asked, Did you want to be more than friends? Her human eye widened. She looked around to see if anyone else had overheard his question. Ryan just looked at her intently. Spearhawk, I... Kaboom! They both jumped as an explosion rocked the far end of the venue. Ryan flexed his hand and his spear appeared in his grip. He instinctively spun it in his hand and tossed it over the screaming crowd. Beside him, Sleek leapt straight up. Blue fire exploded from the jet ports on her back and feet, propelling her skyward. Ryan focused on his spear and instantly teleported next to the weapon, high over the fleeing crowd. From his new vantage point, he saw the source of the explosion. The wall at the other end of the venue had burst inward. As a result, a massive cloud of debris covered the far end of the room. Below him, people from the party ran with panic abandonment. He used the momentum from his teleportation to flip around in the air and hurl a spear at the empty space on the floor between the escaping crowd and the debris cloud. His spear thunked into the floor and he teleported next to it. He pulled it out of the ground with a resounding crack. Harry appeared next to him in a blur. Sorry, I would have been here sooner, but I had to stop them. He indicated the fleeing crowd with his thumb from trampling several people. Harry shook his head. You're fine replied Ryan without taking his eyes off the falling cloud of dust. Sleek landed with a resounding crash next to them, cracking the marble floor on impact. She sprung up, aiming her glowing forearm cannon at the debris cloud. Her cybernetic eye flashed as it scanned the obscured area. Be ready, she told them. I'm detecting over a dozen incoming heat signatures. Above them, three of the Cape Score camera drones floated in from the gaping hole. Harry eyed them. Were you expecting this event to have a caper attached? Ryan shook his head. No. He looked at Sleek. I thought it was cancelled. She shrugged. Looks like they had a change of heart. Ryan frowned. Did she get the higher-ups to change their minds? He mentally filed that question away and instead asked, Where's Block? They both glanced back. Block plowed through the crowd, pushing people roughly out of his way as he approached. Block stomped up next to them and growled, So, who do I have to thank for getting me out of this boring party? A regal feminine voice called out from the crowd. That would be us, my dear. A jet of water blasted out of the cloud, splashing onto the ground just before the debris field. The water impossibly rose up from the floor, splashing outward in twin tidal waves. The crashing waves washed away the last of the falling dust, revealing the intruders. The water retracted into a stationary pool that rose up in a column just inside the ragged hole in the far wall. Standing on top of the water column, as if it were solid ground, was a voluptuous woman in a swimsuit-style costume that's bottom half ended in a regal split gown. One smooth, barefooted leg protruded the dress as she held out her hands, palms up. In response, twin tendrils of water split off from the column and slowly snaked around her. Standing in front of her were over a dozen identical men adorned in modernized samurai-style armor, complete with oni masks. 
Each samurai stood in a loose battle stance while holding a katana. Standing amongst the samurai was a tall, muscular man in a black costume with a blocky white letter S on his chest. He leered at the four of them as he cracked his knuckles. The woman gestured with her hands and the twin tendrils of water halted their fluid movement. She said, I believe we will be your evening's entertainment. Block regarded her with an unpleasant smile. Good! Discover what's happening on the next episode of Theater of Heels after these messages. On the next episode of Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels, Ryan, along with his teammates Block, Sprinter, and Sleek, find themselves in an unexpected fight with a group of powerful villains. The battle quickly escalates out of control, causing Ryan to suddenly deal with an enormous problem. Tune in next week for Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Chapter 12, The Height of Fury. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater of Heels. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.